All right, what's going on, everybody? So we are live. This is episode nine. Sorry for the previous hiccup. We were having some technical difficulties here, but I think we got them ironed out. Hopefully, everybody makes their way over to this link instead now, um, since it's a different link. But uh, for you guys that don't know, I'm Jake. I'm uh, the owner of the Retick Radio, and like I said, this is episode nine. Today we have Key Stamboff from Titan Retics coming on, who is uh, a legend. He's got some serious projects going. And uh, really, really, really excited to see what he has coming this season. Um, so let's uh, let's go ahead and bring him on. All right, Keith, we're live now, buddy, and we got no issues, so I think we're good. Yeah, I don't hear any echo or re-conversations happening. So. I, I was so confused. I don't know how what was going on. I heard like three different voices. It sounded like, but yeah, it was like we had a party going on. It sounded like eight people going. Yeah, it was nuts, but well, I appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you so much. I'm glad we got it got it scheduled and figured out. So I appreciate it a lot. Yeah, and like I said, it's a good thing we started a little earlier because it took me what 45 <laughs> minutes to figure out how to get on here. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. Hey, I figured if Jim could get on, you should have no problem, right? So yeah, well, it turns out I just need to do a different computer, and then it was yeah. fine. So I even tried, like you said, to download the you know the app, and it, it wouldn't even support it. So just Changed over. Well, we're good. We're good now. We're, we're running. So hopefully everybody makes their way over here without any problems. Chris, we got one person right now. Chris is in. I'm sure others are going to start filtering in. So um, I guess let's just, uh, to start, I guess, what? Uh, how long have you been keeping reptiles? Um, For a while, huh? Yeah, since uh, they actually got my first one in 1979. And then I uh, uh, started doing the big stuff. My first one was actually a big boa. Then, that was uh, your first reptile ever, like your first first reptile period was a big boar. Did you catch any native stuff? By oh no, I caught everything. I brought everything home. I mean, in the seventies, I if I caught it, I brought it home. I don't care if it's a turtle, a raccoon, or yeah, a mouse, a snake. I brought them home. I mean, I we lived in an area called Lakeside Park, and it was Lakeside Park because it was lake after lake after lake and creek. Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, we do we did catch as many as a hundred snakes in a day. Holy cow. Uh, yeah, and at that age, I thought, well, hell, I'm bringing them home. So I did. Yeah. What was it, garter snakes or like – because that was in uh, – you're in Kentucky, right? So right. was that Kentucky yeah. that too? Most of it – we spent most of the time around creeks, so they were mostly uh, bandits and green snakes, oh, okay. you know, queen snakes. Occasionally I saw copperheads here and there. I did bring one of those home once. So, really? Yeah. So oh, it's – it was, a, it was a lot of fun, but uh, then in uh, the late 70s, I got a boa, and then uh, early 80s, I started with a Burmese, and uh, that became my thing. Actually, before I did Titan retics, which I'm just going to call Titan now because i got so many other animals that yeah. it doesn't work, really, retics doesn't just apply anymore, but I started breeding berms first, and my first clutch was actually 1991. Wow, and those were, what was, what was that? Was it, was it like albinos? Was there morphs, or? Yeah, it was just uh, an albino berm and a head albino berm. That's all it was. Okay. Uh, but I used a 30-gallon aquarium with the old wafers and light bulbs, you know, to keep yep. it, you know, 88 degrees. And uh, when I had my second clutch, I was like, man, what am I going to do? So I bought cookie sheets and just stacked them right on top of the other eggs. And uh, it, it worked really great until the eggs on the bottom started hatching. And I was like, well, now they're – 30 days apart. So, hey, you put you put eggs on a cookie sheet and then you just put them in an aquarium. That's how you I, I put the a 30 it was the 30 gallon tall. Yeah. And I put um at that time I really didn't even know what to do for substrate because you know right. all the information we had was different. So I used uh I think I used vermiculite and dirt, mixed them together. I don't really know why, but yeah. I did. Because I put water in the bottom to keep the humidity up. Uh. And then uh when I had the second clutch, I used a cookie sheet and laid them over top of the other clutch. Holy cow. <laughs> That's crazy. So That's it, crazy. It worked real good until it's like, oh, no, the other ones are hatching. Yeah, because so, I wasn't going to lift them out and get those babies out and then put that back in. Yeah, I had to lift them out and switch all the eggs. And the ones that were hatching went on the cookie sheets. And it was, it was said, well, there's a problem. <laughs> and, what, and, that was, and that was what, in the 80s, you said? No, that was 91. 91, I'm sorry. And so yeah. those were, had to be, I mean, you said it was a head albino to an albino berm? 
Yeah, yeah. So what were albino berms going for back then? I mean, they had to be up there, right? A couple grand, I would imagine. I, I, if I remember right, I was selling the albinos and had albinos like crazy for six, seven hundred bucks. Of course, you know, I didn't have the name everybody's had. I was yeah. selling albinos for a thousand, but it, I tell you what, every clutch I made, I never, I never had to do anything except say I got them and they just disappeared. They just like, sell, yeah. Yeah, they were just gone. So that's crazy, dude. That's wild to think like that's how I mean, but that was a totally different time back then. That's yeah. Just- I mean, everybody said, like, I had uh, my second, my second or third year, I had, uh, I think it was 93, I had a two headed berm. Really? And, uh, Everybody said, well, where's the pictures? And I was like, well, in case you don't know, everybody has flip phones. And, well, at that time, you, either, you may or may not have had a phone. If you did, it was probably a flip phone. And we didn't have cameras on. Right. And yeah. I didn't go grab a camera and take pictures of anything. And so, who would have thought, Who would have thought? you know, 20 years later that this is this is where we're at with it? Like, it's so big. Yeah. 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 So, you know, advertising, all that stuff was fauna, if, you ha- if you're at best with that. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't do shit on there because I was a mechanic or a technically stupid so uh but you know that's there was just no picture everybody said where's your picture i, I, said, I just didn't take pictures because if you took a picture you had to take it with the camera and then go get it developed yeah so <laughs> where where was it joined was it joined kind of far down on the neck or was it pretty high up by like the it, jaw was, it was real high up they both had a jaw uh and that was about it yeah. so it only lived like it was dead within 24 hours oh, okay i was gonna that was my next question yeah, it was 24 hours. And, you know, it's one of those things. So how cool is this? Put it in the tub. Next day, yeah. come in and it was dead. So, yeah. Man, imagine. Imagine if that thing would have lived. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know which, which face I would have fed. Yeah. Yeah. Whichever one would eat at that point. Who cares? As long as it's eaten. Um, so then what transitioned you then? So that was in the 90s. So then when did you get your first uh, your first retech then? Um. I, I don't think I moved into retics till 2000 and I think I was trying to move. I was moved from Lexington or from uh, Maysville, Kentucky to Lexington. So it was about 2004. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so you had a pretty decent jo- time gap then from the berms to the. To yeah. The- and then, uh, and t- I think when the Lacey Act came out, it was it 2008, something like that? Yeah. I believe it was, was it eight or nine, something like that? Yeah. So everybody started freaking out and I had. A pretty good mix, 50-50 berms and retics, and then I kind of did a dumb thing and dumped a lot of the berms. So I have a bunch more now. I've got head pie and head albino, head albino pie, stuff like that. Yeah. But um, I should have never dumped the ones I have. But now I got labyrinth and a whole bunch of cool stuff. I just had to get it all raised back up. Yep, start so, over. Start yep. over. Yep. Okay. So, yep. so, you got, so you got into – so what was your first retic then? What was um, it was a uh, white face tiger. Okay. Yeah. So uh, did you start with a baby? Or did you get a bigger one? Or it was a baby. That was the one uh, banana, the one that's always been here. It's a staple. Uh, was owned that one for well up until this summer. Just died this summer. She was uh, huge, wasn't she? Isn't she? She was a giant snake. Yeah. Uh, at one point, you know, I, I I guess she might hit twenty feet, but the longest I ever measured was nineteen feet six, and she weighed one hundred and ninety pounds. Damn. Yeah, so she's big. That's a big animal. Yeah, and friendly as can be. You know, I just drag her from place to place to get her from, uh, you know. I think I saw some pictures of you with her. Like, po- you post them on Facebook or one of the groups, maybe the Nation or something. Some a big, big wife face. Yeah, that's probably her, right? Yep, yep, had to be her. She was. She's the one I took to the shows when I used to do a lot of educational programs, especially in the eighties. Or not the well for uh, I'm sorry that was burnt. But when I started, I was still doing the educational programs. When I went to Maysville, uh, Kentucky, I moved, uh-huh. and that's the one I took to all of the schools back then. So sweet, yeah. that's cool. Yeah. Well, I know before we went live, I know we were talking. You were telling me before we get, I guess, right into the retick stuff. Thick. Let's. Uh, what other stuff do you keep? Obviously, I know you got berms. You said you got the retics, and I know we were talking. You had some cool stuff uh, hatching out here recently and stuff. Oh, right now I got uh, berms, boas, balls, blackheads, olives, um, kings, corns, rats, anacondas, um, and uh, you know, in the course of the retech. So I I got a pretty good mix trying to be diversified with some of the stuff so that if you come to the table or you come talk to me, I don't have just that one thing. So. 
but I just hatched out this the oh and this week I got the king snakes to hatch. I got my snow corns, they're scaleless snow corns. Um and then I still got some uh scaleless rat snakes getting ready to hat or getting ready to lay eggs rather. Um then we had anacondas this week, so it's been a good week. Uh yeah, hypos, hypos hatched that that clutch, although cool, sad at the same time, because you know how it is in this business. You you get some cool shit on the ground and the next thing you know it's like that didn't last 24 hours for whatever reason. So it's always, it's always like that. It's and it's always the shit that you're really hoping for or wanting to hatch, or you know, it seems like that. That kind of kind of how it goes sometimes. Yeah, I had uh, snow motley GCs two years ago. I had two of them, and just bone white, coolest things ever. And they, they both died. Oh shit! Snow motley GC. No shit. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, wow, that's pretty cool. I didn't even know that. That's. Has anybody else even made those since? I assume I, probably Garrett or somebody. I'll be honest with you. I know that he called me with a uh, Snow GC, but not a Motley GC. Uh, Motley. But, uh, I say that because it's one of those things where it's like, well, I've made quite a few different things, but those things happen. I heard Jay Brewer posting about an animal and he was saying it was the world's first. I was like, no. Yeah. I actually made that last year, but you know how it is. I don't post much. I don't say much. I just try to it's, do my Yeah, thing. I mean, it's hard. It's, you know, it's people get so butthurt about when you start posting, oh, this is a world's first, whatever. But I like, if I made something that's that I think's new, I want to get it out there. So at least if somebody else beat me to it, at least I know. So in my head, I know, like, this isn't the first one. I, you know, I, I, yeah. I wish it's more. Like, it's kind of like the ghost. I got a ghost GC Sun Mail. Uh, he's about ready to breed now. I don't think there's a whole lot of those out there. You know, he's. I don't think there's any of those out there. Yeah, so he's, he's a really kind of a weird yellow color, you know what I mean? Because the GC, you know, tones the ghost part down. But it came yeah. from a really pretty uh, ghost um, from Ben, one of the first ones. So, um, hopefully get the nice white, bone white head and stuff on it, hopefully, and all that. Yeah, she's bone white head, and I think she's grabbing now. Um, Sal was nice enough to lend me a, a really nice male, and yeah. so now – it's a ghost jag genetic stripe, and hopefully we'll prove out whether she's genetic stripe or not. That's a stacked breeding, dude. Yeah, that's a so. stacked freaking breeding. So what do you? So what do you think is your favorite morph altogether? If you can only pick one, what would be like your top favorite single gene morph you could have? You know, there's so many out there, and I, you know, I got tons and tons of pies, right? But I was most excited to get my first golden child. Just a basic, bright golden child. And, Not an uh, albino, right? Just a regular, just a just normal. a regular golden child. And when I first saw one of those, and of course I was like, man, I don't know if I'll be able to afford that. And yeah. now I have to do something like they're, they're nothing. But I think that was my favorite single gene. And of course, everybody said, well, you know, golden child, you mix it with some other stuff. It doesn't play well with others. No, it um, doesn't. It plays great with Motley. But it doesn't play good with anything else. It's just so. such a good-looking snake on its own, though. It's just yeah. it's, it's perfect the way it is. I mean, the same thing. I remember when uh, I remember when uh, Eric at Centac made hatched his out after he was the first one outside of Kevin that produced them. And man, I, I me and him talked, and I worked it out where I could get a mail from him and a lavender, and I, that was like the first. I mean, that was big money, you know. Yeah, and it was it was a lavender albino GC, and that was like the baddest thing ever, you know. So. Yeah. Now it's yeah they're you know dime a dozen everybody's got them but they just look perfect they're yeah they're, they're such they're, good looking animals and when I go to the shows and I have someone on the table everybody's like you know, just oohing on about it and now I've got a lot of the motley GCs with other stuff I got super yeah. motley GCs and some stuff like that are really cool but I really like Golden Child and then of course I think the other one the recessive is Pied um, Pied but is awesome. you've had some nice high white Pied. And, as many clutches as I've made, I've still not done it. So now it's, I, it I seems have, like we're starting to figure out what the what those other genes we need are in it to kind of get those higher white and those different looks. Because, like, yeah, mine when I got mine, I did not even know that my male had platinum in it or tiger. I well, I heard he was possible tiger, but I forgot there was platinum in the breeding. So well, that, that's why I got a new male. He's a platinum phantom tiger. So he's had albino head pipe. So. I've got seven new males for this year. So, nice. Nice. you know, and believe it or not, I've got more than seven females to run them to. I so. would imagine you have quite a few females. <laughs> You'll have more than enough, but yeah, yeah the pied, dude, the pieds are, 
I think I'm going to really focus this year. I'm kind of shifting. I'm going to get rid of some stuff. I got some, a lot of projects that I'm like, eh, I'm not completely in love with, but I think I'm going to start phasing some of that stuff out and focusing a little more on, on the pides. And I got a pair of tiger double head blonde pides. I want to, I want to see happen. And if I can get that, throw some anthrax in there, blonde anthrax and do some, do the blonde anthrax pied. And so I really, really, really like the pied stuff a lot. It's, it's awesome. Um, What's your least favorite morph? Or one that, uh-oh, he froze up. Oh, no. Keith, are you there? Uh-oh. We lost Keith. Hopefully he'll come back in. Uh-oh. This is not a good day, guys. Just been difficulties after difficulties. I'm going to shoot him a quick text. Tell him to log out, log, log out and come back in. Oh, man. Well, I don't know who's all in the chat. I can't uh, – it's not showing me a list. What's up, Chris? It says we got four in here right now. Hope you guys are having a good uh, a good Sunday Gearing up for Labor Day tomorrow. I got a family party up. Oh, all right, he logged off. So hopefully he jumps back in here in a second. So, man, I can't believe doing doing snakes, man, since the 70s. That's crazy. I mean, I was born in 85. I didn't really get into owning snakes till, you know, I caught stuff as a kid, you know, 10, 11 years old, and I got my first. I got a berm when I was, like, 13. My first retake at, like, 14, but... I mean, and that was like kind of the, the the start of the whole reptile craze. Um, it'd be cool to uh, really be there before. Who we got? DNA Slither and Critters. What's up, guys? How are you? We're going to get you on here soon. Running through the list. I got to figure out what's going on with all this uh, technical difficulties, though, over here. Um, yeah, man, it'd be so cool to like to like be there before the whole craze and just, I don't know, that's the, the whole history of the whole reptile hobby really, 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 you know, tickles my fancy, I guess you would say. I really enjoy it. I like learning about all the stuff that has happened before my time. And What's happening, Eric? We're just waiting on Keith. He got froze up, so... Hopefully he'll be back in here shortly and we can continue. Um, he was telling us about it. For you guys that don't know, he was telling us about his favorite morph. One of them is Pides, which, I mean, how can you not love a Pide retake? That's one of the coolest, coolest retake combos in the world. Oh, there we go. He's back. He's back. <laughs> Bro, I was, like, talking to him like, he's not moving. Oh, shit. Some uh, technical difficulties. All good. All good, man. Hey, it's one of those days. It's one of those days today. Might as um, well add to it. Yeah, right? I'm expecting it at this point. Um, right. So I don't know if you heard me, but I was asking you, we were talking about, you know, pies were your favorite, one of your favorites. What's your least favorite? Something that you don't like too much of or don't even own or Amel. Amel? Why yeah. Amel? Just out of curiosity. I just don't like that the, I owned it and, um, just not a big fan of the tone of the color. Yeah. Um, nothing against it, but if I'm, I actually got rid of them all. I don't have anything email now. Um, I love blonde, I, but I, I had a little heat malfunction, so I need a new yeah. male blonde of some sort. I had a GC Sun head blonde for my Motley to make. I told you about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I know I'm supportive of that. So I don't have any males at all with blonde in them. So I got to. I got a final one, and I got two huge females. I mean, they're huge. Yeah. So. Man. Yeah, I, you know, I, I've, I've, email's not my favorite. I just, it's hard because, like, that snake gets so white as it gets bigger. Like, what do you, what do you really do with it? You know, like, when they get big, like, just yeah. white, yellow, it's, I don't know. It's yeah, just, again, it is what it is. And I, but I just chose, you know, you, you, how it is. You got so many different things you can try and do. And I oh, probably yeah. got, I bet you, 30 different things going with pie. And I just thought, I'm going to have to eliminate a couple things. And AML was just the first one to go. Yeah. So. Yeah. You got to kind of focus, 
focus your attention on a couple stuff you really like and, and just run with it. You know, that's probably the best route to go. Like I said, that's what I'm going to start doing here soon, I think. Yeah. Um, you have a favorite locality? I know you're doing a little bit of stuff with the dwarf stuff, but are, do you do anything else, any other locality stuff? Um, I Right now, because of the clutch, I've got ready to come – ready to hatch here soon um i will be getting more super dwarf and trade and then i just got two more the other day so i got two year and a half old uh calatoas and they're actually you know it's the first time i've actually seen them in person they're really they're really cool um maze how small they are they're smaller than they're smaller than the hatchlings that i just had come out and they're 18 months old holy cow who produced those you know uh, I do, but I have it written down there because I literally gotcha. just got them in. Um, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, they're cool. So, are these your first super dwarfs you've ever owned them? Like pure. No, I had I produced. Um, I had seventy five percent super jams. Okay. Um, and I had one clutch uh, eleven eggs two years ago from them, um, and then uh, they but they both stroked out within four months after the clutch. So, oh, you know, no. yeah, I was actually in the room. Uh, and when the when the female did and just started flipping around, I'm like, what in the hell's going on in the cage? Really? And yeah, yeah. No clue what caused it at all or anything, huh? No, she was perfectly fine. Had blood running out of her mouth and was what? dead. Yeah. Heart attack or something, maybe. I don't know. That's wild, man. I think so. That's the second one. I had a cow do that. Uh, bigger cow that I raised here, one of my babies, and she was in the breeding size and came home, and it looked like she had a war with something. There was just blood everywhere. Holy yeah. cow. So I guess they, you know they have the same things we have in a different kind of way. So or an aneurysm maybe or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. God, damn. We all um, deal with it. Absolutely. Um, who do you think are your dude? I don't even know if you have any, but who's your biggest like mentors or like go-to guys in the in the retic world? Uh, you know, like I said, because I I've, I've been doing a little bit longer than some of the Owens, I really yeah. didn't have. When I was growing up, there wasn't a whole lot of people to talk with. Um, Jim Harrison was one of those individuals I talked with the most. Now, Jim Harrison's the uh, he owns the Kentucky Reptile Zoo. Okay, he's down there in Slay, Kentucky. He's probably got more venomous animals than anybody in the world, I believe, at one location. Really? Yeah, uh, look him up, Kentucky Reptile. Is that the guy that I've seen videos of? He's feeding cobras and he's whistling with hooks. Is that it? No, no, he doesn't. He posts less than I do. His okay. big thing is extractions. Okay. Um, he does them. He does a couple hundred a day. And uh, shit, oh yeah, he's one of those people that call wow. like if or whatever country has a problem with people, you know, there are people losing lives because they don't have the antivenoms. They call him right. over. He gets a permit. He picks up whatever number it is, five females and three males. Then he does a whole breeding process to make hundreds of that animal so that he has the antivenoms to send back to him. Oh, yeah. But so when I was younger, that was one of the few people that I knew that really did a whole lot of retics or anything, really, any snake. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, now I call, you know, because we all have a lot of connections now. Yeah. So I call a lot of different people to say, hey, can you help me? What do you think this is or what do you think that is? And yeah. unfortunately, for like any of us, when you put too many genes in it, it's a guess. You know, it's, it's like, you know. It's you, can, just, you, can add, you know, you have your best guess possible. But, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. So, a lot of times I'll send it to, you know, me, Noah, Jim, uh, Sal, Nick, whoever, you know, uh, you know, Samson, Aubrey. Uh, you know, I'll send it to a lot of them, get their opinions on it. You know, like the head ocelot, stuff like that, you know, because I had some that might be head pos. Yeah. So, so I'll just talk to those. So, you know how it is. You have – I don't really – I didn't really have a ton. I'm not downplaying anybody, but the only one I really knew at the time was Jim. Yeah, I mean it's a different time like that though. Like you said, there's just there wasn't, and I mean it's not as easy to just hop on the internet and hey guys, what's up? What is this snake? Or can you help me with this? Or even on the cell phones, you know, it's a little bit different. But that's cool though. I mean, that's yeah. I would have, you know, I don't know. That's back then. What? Um, I'm just trying to go through my list of possible questions. So, what's your most anticipated uh, pairing this year? that you can talk about or are you do you have any top secret ones that you can leak out i, I don't consider any i do top secret uh, i'm really hoping my triple head goes um pied anthrax albino um she's old enough she could go i think my uh my tiger head pied head ghost could go um 
And then I, I've got some other stuff. I'm just, you know, just hoping, but it's all just potluck. Cause you know, how it is maturity could be two and a half to three and a half, four and a half or like the blonde seven. So yeah, I'm hoping to hit, I'm really hoping where she goes. Fucking blondes, man. They yeah. So fucking long. That pied albino anthrax is going to be wild. That's going to yeah. be awesome. And then, you know, like anything else, the males are triple head too. So fortunately, uh, somebody else did that breeding last year. So I got a, I got a fresh male. I just right. treated him male. Uh, Izzy, he did it last yep. year. So yep. because yep. I already had a male of six foot, I said, "Here, just trade me." Yeah. So I still I got his male here for that, and are he the, did the exact same breeding. Are those uh, those are white phase, right? Or are those? Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least it'll be cool to kind of see. Hopefully, you guys can hit on them because what those odds are? What one in? Is that one in sixty-four on those? I think. I think it's two hundred uh, for a triple. I think it's two two sixteen or something. Two sixteen, yeah. Holy it's, shit, it's man. pretty high. So Which even in a retail clutch, that's that's those are hard odds, man. Yeah, hard so hard it you know they're going to see them and you're just going to be disappointed because you're going to have this. And then you end up keeping a couple more females, hoping that yeah, I got a anthrax pie and i have to hope she's albino or you know but yeah yeah it is what it is well it's yeah. a good it's a good animal to raise up you know hopefully i'll hatch some orange glow anthrax and pick up one for one of those triple hats that's what you need to make the triple hat yeah yeah well they the clutch they got coming is going to be um machino and mocha uh anthrax gc and phantom and platinum so that would be that'd be pretty cool those are going to be sick. Mochino Anthrax is probably one of the one of the prettiest one of the prettiest combos out there, in my opinion. Yeah, I got uh, well, I've got one here. It's Tim's, but it's here. It's a Mochino Adult Mochino Anthrax. Now she didn't breed the last year, so hopefully she go this year. But you know, if you see Mocha, um, when we made first made Noka, Mocha, Noah sent me a video. <coughs> and it was so dark. I said that's a normal, and of course there couldn't be any normals in there, and I. I really didn't like it, but I kept back a Mocha Motley Jag. Might be Tiger, might not, but it's definitely Mocha Motley Jag. And now that it's got size on it, it's it's really pretty. Is it? Yeah. So well, it seems like yeah, that Mocha stuff it needs that that age, right, to really start to mature and and get those good colors. Because yeah, it's I mean, a world difference. Seeing some of that Mocha stuff in person is tough, and I mean, I think I have a pretty good eye on the retic stuff, and man, it's hard to tell with the mocha stuff it's very yeah. hard to distinguish what's what i mean so i can imagine somebody that doesn't know what they're looking at how hard it would be you know especially paired next to a normal or something like that it's yeah they're yeah. beautiful they're beautiful i mean that original male that that sale had is one of the coolest looking snakes i remember seeing i mean i remember seeing him in person years ago just the color on that animal is it's wild just like root beery just man it's a pretty snake yeah, you, you definitely have to keep one. Like mine's probably, I don't know, maybe just four or five foot, but the color's there now. So this clutch coming out, it's going to have a Chino Mocha and, and then Het. So that'll be really interesting to see. You know, and Those are going to be the anthrax, you said, right? Mocha anthrax. Yeah, it's anthrax. It's uh, anthrax to anthrax. So everything's anthrax. And then the male is a platinum Chino and the female pet Mocha. Man. So. So that, that's why I didn't know how to get with Sal to find out, you know, if she's had mocha, that means that she's going to give albino, it's machino, period. So right, right. everything they produce is going to be machino or mocha. There is no albino. Mocha anthrax is sick. That's going to be so – I know uh, – what's his name made some this year? Um, fuck, what's his name? Jay Gonzalez apparently made some mocha mocha anthrax that are posset pies or something like that. I saw my morph mark and they look cool, but yeah, I mean they're so dark they look normal. But I would yeah. love to see one, you know, at a year old or a year and a half old, and really like see what what they look like. I think it's gonna be. uh Oh, my wife's over there. She's she making fun of you. Well, no, she's getting naked. I think for oh, later. Shit, that's the bed behind us, and since she's watching TV, oh I man, it Sunday well. night, right? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Yes, he's out for tomorrow. Oh fuck! It's a good night, right? <laughs> it will um, be. <laughs> yeah, buddy. What? Uh, what's like? So, like, what? Anything like goal project? Like, what's like a goal project here? Is I know you're you're doing stuff a lot now with the hypo too. Um, like, what's like some of your goals that you want to see made? Uh, 
the one I'm really shooting for is uh, uh, it's a snow motley marble jag pied. Holy crap! So I I got all the jeans and done this and that and um, I needed to make a male and uh, unfortunately that clutch soured on me like anything. So the only thing I got was one female out of it. Said I needed the uh, the male. I was hoping to hit an albino. Blah blah blah. So I uh, hit one, but it's a female. So I got to redo the breeding to make a male, and then I can go from there. So what is is the female? The visual? It's not the visual with all the genes. What is it? No, is she's it? het. She's she's a she's a motley jag het anry pot head albino because it was an albino albino. So I got to do it again. Right. Uh, head albino head albino. So I've got jag head anery head pied i've got that stuff but i don't have 100 percent head albino on one of the on, on the one side yeah, yeah. So, so what about your hypo stuff what do you got planned for the hypo stuff well because you know my female proved partho last year and showed that she's head albino head genetic stripe um i thought that this clutch that i have right now would show me that that if he's one of the other because that female supposedly is a sister but we really don't know right so um i will definitely be running my platinum hypo male back to her and see if he's head albino or head genetic stripe and i've, I've got two of the sisters of the you know from her from last year that are albino and we really studied them now they got a little size to them yeah. and they're 100% head albino or 100% albino 100% ultra ivory I'm 90% one of them is a genetic stripe, and I'm 90% one of them is hypo as well. Uh, but because nobody's really seen it, I can tell Did you. Did you bring those to Tinley one year? Was that one of the ones I was looking at when you were showing me babies? And I was like, yeah. I, you can't. I mean, it's so no. hard to see what they are. That's Yeah. So I got both females that the other ones didn't make it, but I got two females that had all the stuff. There was genetic stripe. There's all It was all in there. It's very yeah. easy to see because when I cut the clutch, I was like, what the heck? And I was actually talking to Nick Clowner, and he says, he's the one that we know Bob put a, the first one was a hypo to a, a white face genetic strike. Yeah. And I hadn't seen all the babies yet, and there's still one left, and I pulled it out. It was a 100% genetic strike right there in my hand. Really? I, was like, I thought it was a tiger, because the male had tiger in it, but it was a genetic yeah. strike. Holy so, shit, man. So I, I had all the visual stuff there. So, But of course, when you do part, though, it is it is Either it is or it is not. So right. the stripe has not had anything, you know. So the two that I have left were the ones that had the most genes anyway. So, and they are definitely different colors. One is uh, one is more yellow and one is very white. Yeah. I think the one is more yellow is genetic stripe. And I think the one is more white is hypo. Okay. Okay. So I, I think I have an albino hypo ultra ivory, but it's, of course, it's a female. That's like mind blowing, dude, to think that that snake possibly exists. Like, yeah, it's, crazy. it's wild. So, and the, yeah. so the clutch you have, the clutch you had hatching now, what female was that? That's that's a, just a hat hypo. Yeah, it's a head hypo. It's a platinum head hypo, and it was to my male. So uh, there's ten babies left, of course. There, and it looks like I looked at them again today. So I think I still have three hypos. And there's three ultra ivories, and I think one or two of them are hypo as well. So there's three hypos left, uh, and then out of the ultra ivories, there's one who's definitely hypo. Yeah. Uh, now that I can see and compare, he's hypo or he or she is hypo. Yeah. And then uh, the other but one. No just platinum, came right? No platinum? Just just hypo? Just straight hypo? No, it's a ultra ivory. Oh, I'm sorry. Ultra ivory? Okay. Yeah. There is one straight hypo in there. Uh, no platinum, that. no nothing. Just you send me some pictures of that, man. I want to see that. I don't think anyone's made. I don't think Bob's even made any normal hypos. Yeah, I think it's just one straight hypo. That's because cool. you know the, the patterning, and I guess a lot of people don't realize that you have one. If it doesn't have anything else in it, the hypo actually gives a little bit of a pattern to it. Yeah. Well, the uh, tiger, like that's you know, like my tiger or my platy tiger hypo is gorgeous, but I. I honestly don't really care for the look. I'll be honest. I think just the, the platy hypos look way better. I think they just they just pop so much more. But I really, in my head, I really think a super tiger hypo might be pretty cool. I have this, I don't know. I just have this inkling that I think it's going to be a really unique looking snake. Um, 
so that's kind of what I, I really want to try to shoot for. That's what I – my buddies let me use his phantom, platy phantom tiger, hypo female that's from uh, from what's-his-face, uh, Powell, Powell's breeding. So, I mean, the snake looks every bit of, of a hat. I mean, if I was a betting man, I would bet everything that it's a hat. So, sucks doing platy to platy, but platy phantom hypo or platy phantom tiger hat hypo to platy tiger hypo. At least we'll hopefully be able to see – Platy Super Tiger hypos because I have shit odds, so I know I'm not going to hit any normals because that's I have shitty odds. <laughs> I, have three, I, I, I have three normals in the clutch. 100% normal. Yeah. I mean, no platinum, no nothing. Three three of them, and of course, for head hypo. Yeah. And I will tell you that there was no tiger in the breeding, and when I send you the picture of the one hypo after Cheds, you're yeah. going to say tiger. There's no tiger in the breeding. Really? Yeah. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it it's looks like it's pretty, pretty funky, huh? That's yeah. interesting. That's really interesting. I really, you know, and I really like the normal hats. Like, I, you know, with my deal with Bob, I was supposed to get a normal hat hypo female, and I ended up not. She passed away, so I got the ultra, which she's cool, but I didn't want ultra. I really want to get platinum out of that as best I can. You know, I don't want platinum in there, but it's going to take a little bit, a little bit of time, but we'll get there eventually. My boys. He's in right now. He's producing plugs. He's like seven, eight feet. So I'm praying to God he can get the job done. Well, you know, I got mine. This clutch was from a nine-month-old. Yeah. That I might think, be part of the problem. I can't do it, man. I, none of my males go that early. I think the earliest male I had was my uh, my Phantom Sun Tiger Anthrax. He bred at, I think, right at 11 months or almost. I think it was right. I think it was, honestly, just about 12 months at his first lock. He was just under 12 months. But, uh. I don't know. I just, I have shit luck. I cannot get them. I can't get them interested, you know, under a year. So. Well, I was telling you that I got all these different pied males and I've got, I've got five. They're kind of small, right? Yeah. I mean, I've got some Machino head pieds. Most of them are adults, but I've got five that I really want to breed because one's a Motley GC Sun Tiger head pied albino and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And those, I put those five and I put them on my, uh, my feeding program. Yeah. And those those get fed every three days. As long as they're defecating. Every oh three days. shit, dude. Like a big big meal or what? Like a decent uh, size Right now, like medium rats. God damn. Every three days. So I mean a lot of people say, well, you know, you shouldn't do that and stuff, but you know, for for a short period of time, because you typically like right now we only have what two, three months, maybe yeah. four, depending on when the female goes off. So I started doing that about two months ago because I recognized they're just not they're not big enough yet to lift their tails and do stuff like that. Right. So I put I pumped them up and I'm gonna do what I gotta do as long as they're you know oh, they're not uh, impacted or anything like that. And that's typically what I do. I get a male up to six foot and then I go to normal feeding. As I say, I, you you can get those males. I mean, I remember when you hatched the phantom hypo and I it was cool. Then I remember it was like I don't know two months later you sent me a picture or something. I'm like. Couldn't believe how fucking big that snake was. I'm like, God damn, dude! Like two feet in two months. I feel like that snake grew. It was crazy. Well, I got uh, I got some people help me. Some other really cool grow ups. Uh, I got some titanium cows, and um, and there, there's all bunch. Well, if if I'm correct, and again, I'm I, I've never seen one. I think I have one that's a titanium GC cow. It's head albino. And it is bone white, uh, no spots, no anything. Really? Bone white. And it's already, you know, it's got some size to it, not one dot on it yet. Really? Yeah. It's kind of surprising. I would have thought at least something, maybe, even a couple. I was thinking that the dots would be gold. I was going to say, or different colors, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking they'd be gold. Now, I got three of them. I kept three cows. So, um, we'll see. Yeah. You know. It's pretty unique. That's, Gavin, Gavin got the albino one. He had the he had the male for my female, and he wanted the albino one. So that's so the one Gavin got. Then that's albino titanium GC cow. You're saying, or you think? Possibly. I think, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. The albino cows don't do it for me. I just I can't do it. I don't know. They just look weird. Yeah. Funky. I think, uh, you know that uh, Matt Edmonds has. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Matt Evans has my big purple platinum super motley. 
And he's like, well, man, what can we do with that and do something different? Because when we went to Arlington last time, Jim ended up picking up a bunch of lizards and anacondas, and literally I couldn't fit it in the van to bring it home. So Matt was nice enough to keep it down there in Texas. I said, well, she hasn't bred anyway, so maybe the atmosphere down here will change yeah. that. And he said, well, send me a cool male. So I sent him an albino cow, and it could be motley. And yeah, he's, oh, yeah. Could be motley, could be sun, could be platinum, could be tiger, all that stuff. And he said, this isn't what I expected. And I said, you've probably never seen an albino cow. And he goes, I guess I really never paid attention. I said, yeah, their spots are yellow, so they don't have that real yeah. good look to them. Yeah, they're just they're not that impressive. I mean, I know Sal has that one cool purple GC cow that looks pretty pretty nice. But even that, like, I don't know. I was just expecting uh, I was expecting something different, I guess. Yeah, they, the albino takes that pretty color out of them. You know what I mean? It really does. So I think orange glow, orange glow might be really cool. Orange glow GC cow could be really, really sweet looking. Um, I don't know if anybody's done Mochino GC cow though either. I think Sal. I think Sal did. Well, he said. I know he's got Mochino cows. I don't yeah, know. Mochino. I know Aubrey and Andrew did Mochino cow too. They don't look. I mean, any different. They, it's. But I don't know of anybody that did GC in it as well. Probably Sal because he's done everything. So almost everything. But um, Orange Glow. Orange Glow GC Cow is going to be, I think, a really good one. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to do something. Because I've got a uh, really pretty purple Motley OGS. And I'm debating on where to put him to. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to put that into uh, Orange Glow Pides. So oh, There you go. Yeah, there you go. Because I have an orange glow pie now, so I'll I'll, I'll work it out, figure it out. I just, there's so many things to try. What's your thought though now on the OGS pie stuff? You know, because I know like that. Do you see the post from that uh, Bella Hadwin or whatever with the OGS pie that that they made over in I think they're in the UK and it had the small eyes. It was all funky, super white, just snow white from head to tail. Did you really? See that? No, I didn't. I've, I've lost my Facebook right now. I have I have okay. no access to anybody for anything or anything. So you remember? Did you saw the uh, the Phantom? I think it was the Phantom Pies that Bob made, right? You saw those? How they kind of had the small eyes to like really tiny eyes. They just looked they looked weird. My okay. Super Phantom's got small eyes. Super Phantom Pied or just Super Phantom? The Super Phantom. They okay. had, they had kind of small eyes too. So I guess from what I've read, it seems like Super like Phantom Pies have like they screw them up they give them like really tiny eyes i think they get like the red irises they just their eyes are kind of weird and uh, i guess this bella whatever did did the breeding overseas it was a i think it was a tiger tiger head albino ogs pied to tiger triple head same thing and i think they made one albino ogs pied and it's funny it's funny you said that because uh talking to a friend of mine like i said i've got more pies than most. Let's just put yeah. it that way. And um, so I got I got three or four lavender pies, and so and of course I got males too. So I yeah. thought, well, I might just run a lavender pie to a lavender pie to an OGS, but I have a purple motley OGS male that I'm thinking about running him to my lavender pie, so I can make sure I got purple in that. And, now you're saying that I haven't seen what it does to them, so that might that yeah, might be it's it's kind of a bummer. I mean, I it's only one breeding, so who knows? But it is kind of weird that I know Bob. I think's done a few breedings of the phantom uh, phantom pies. I think they've all not all of them, but I think a lot of them came out a little small eyes, like high white, like really white, um, just not. I don't know. I don't. Know. I don't know. Yeah, if I, I may just run the, the if I get the if the purple motley OGS is big enough, I may just run him to a lavender pie. But I want to have in there. Yeah. 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 So I don't know, but I don't know if there's, you know, I, I like I said, the Bella persons was the triple head. So it was OGS pies and they were snow white, small eyes, not at all what you would think OGS pied would look like, you know. So, no. so that's kind of a bummer if that, if that, ends up being like that that really sucks because i do think an ogs or like a gc ogs pied would have been insane but yeah and I, I guess that's the thing too because pied is, is really strong for a recessive gene um, it eats a lot too so you never you know yeah I mean, try. in the retech world we don't have a lot of genes like that that when you put them together they're not fatal but they don't work that great so i guess 
it's, it's going to happen eventually as we start combining more and more stuff. But still, because yeah. shit, that would have been a cool snake. I mean, I guess an all white snake is never a bad snake, but not what not what I think everybody was hoping for. Yeah, I mean, Super Phantom does that. <laughs> I love I love the Super Phantoms though. They're one of my favorites. But I've got I've got a couple. They're they're really pretty. I got a minor one too. You have a big one, don't you? Like a real big one? Or I know you had a. Did you ever? Or maybe I'm thinking of a um, like an albino motley or a super motley. Yeah, I have a huge uh, purple super motley, which is all white. Maybe but I've got a nice size super phantom female too. But she's not as big as that. Yeah, that's, that's eighteen feet. The super motley. Because every time I see the threads pop up of oh, super super phantoms are fatal, and I always think of yours. And because I thought that's what it was, and then I, I think Andrew's big super phantom, and I'm like, they're not fatal, guys. Like everyone's freaking out, they're not fatal. Nobody's. I I probably made out of that year. I made about ten of them. Nobody's called. And I know three people who have them, and they haven't said anything about losing theirs either. Yeah. You yeah, know. I mean, so I have three of them, one point two, and none of, I don't have probably any of them. So yeah, the only one I kept back out of my breeding was my paradox one and i mean i'm feeding her pretty hard not crazy crazy hard but i mean she's getting i feed big meals so like she'll eat once a week but she's eating you know she blows up like this she'll she's almost on her side and you know i like feeding the big meals but i mean if i feel like if she had any digestive issues that would those big meals would fuck her up pretty good but, yeah I, that's one thing I'm, I'm guilty of i i feed i feed too heavy uh, but my the ones that are two years and less, like the Super Motley, are super phantom. I'm not really in a hurry for her to grow. Yeah. So she's only me getting low, extra large rabbits and small or extra large rats and small rabbits. I haven't been giving her anything huge. Yeah. Not because I'm worried about her digestive. I just got too many other animals yeah. um, to feed out. Now, so, when you say you you feed, you're guilty of feeding heavy. What's like you feed really big meals, or do you just feed a lot? Both. Or, okay. Like uh, last week, I got, um, I probably had out, I don't know, 60, 70 rabbits and fed some of them, you know, one or two. And then I've already got another 60 or 70 sitting out right now for to feed them all again. Wow. Yeah. So, holy shit, man. I, I slowed last year, I slowed some of them down in the middle of summer because, you know, I know a big fat snake doesn't make a good, healthy clutch. Yeah. So, I slowed them down through June and July of this year, and now I'm kind of pumping a few of them up. And I, quite honestly, I didn't even breed, I bet you, 12 animals last year. Um, and I lost, shoot, 50% of the eggs or slugs or whatever. And so I, I actually slowed down how many I was going to make. And I'm really glad I did because things aren't flying off the shelf right now. So Yeah, yeah, yeah um, that's for sure. But this year, I'm doing very, very specific breeding. If the male, if they don't breed, then I just won't get any eggs. Yeah. That's crazy. That's awesome, dude. That's, but, I, you know, I like hearing that people, you know, like, I, I'm very, I've said it numerous times, like, I, I like feeding big meals. Everyone's got their way of doing it. I don't know. Just something to me, feeding a retake a big meal, man, just, I don't know. I like it. I, I've always done it. I, it's, it's as long as I've been doing this, I'll still, if I feed something really big, I still sit and watch. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's cool. Uh, it's, it's impressive when to take them down. I will tell you, about five years ago, I saw a, a doe get hit on the road. And I saw it go off, and I was like, man, I'll go back and get that. Well, just as I got there, somebody else picked it up because I thought, oh, I man. know I know my, my biggest one could take that thing down. Yeah. I didn't get the opportunity to find out, but I was really going to try. Yeah. I mean, why, why let it go to waste? Might as well. Yeah, but I mean, those are pretty nice size. That's still 30, 40 pounds, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah I don't think that thing could have any problem doing that. Yeah. So I've got a couple. I got a couple. My blonde's about that big. My blonde son is, she's 18 foot, and I bet every big of, I mean, she's huge. Yeah. That's how my girl is. She's, yeah. I think the last time I measured her, she was like, I always forget. I, I can't remember if I measured her nineteen six or nineteen eight, but she's, She's huge. She's as big, if not bigger, around than my thigh. But she's ma she's massive. Well, I I um I got a one snake that was here and it's been here for a while, and I won't mention the guy's name. I got it from him, but yeah. she was she wanted me dead, and uh, I, she was just so hard to deal with. And I I finally sold her for a fraction of what she's worth because uh, she's she's deadly. So, anyways, I got her into a duffel bag, and I'll skip all the semantics on how I got her there. 
and then I, uh, I and I gorilla taped it around it. Didn't think to go the long way, and I, I went out. I went out and cut grass and came back in, and she busted this. And this is double stitched, heavy canvas. Yeah, busted it out. And I walked in that room and said, "Oh no, this is gonna be bad." Oh, that well, sucks. I see her, and she's on top of three. She goes across two freedom breeders and a six foot vision, and her tail's in behind. So I got a photo of it. And I said, well, I sent it to the guy who bought her. And I said, well, there you go. She's at least 19 plus. I said, there's there's coils on top. She fell through the freedom breeders. The four snakes underneath her were in there. Oh, and man. Her official weight ended up being 155 pounds. And at least 19, if not 20-something feet long. Wow. And he's, I had to call my son up. I said, I need you to do me a favor. Get, get a couple friends. Come on over here. said, I don't ask for help very often, but I, want I, need some help. I need it. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I said, once I get hold of her head, everybody jump in. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that, dude. No, I'm good. I'm good. I, no more of that big mean shit for me. Yeah. So I got rid of her. And um, I'm really, I was really glad. I got a couple of guys that said, I tell you what I would do with her. And they're retic people. They said, I just put a bullet in her head. <laughs> it's, uh, I mean, it's like a huge weight lifted off your shoulder, though. You it know, is. You know? You know, I had a few like that. Maybe not that bad, but you dread cleaning them. You dread feeding them. It's like you don't even want to mess with them. It's it sucks. It's no I fun. Told him, I said I put a rat in her mouth just to give her water. I said I want you to understand she wants to be dead, and you're not going to get anything with her. I said and if she lays eggs, which I had eggs from her. You got to get oh, them. Off I was going to say, imagine. Oh, she'd be a nightmare. She yeah, ready to get eggs from. I'm sure. Well, I gave him all the warnings. I just said, just so you know, you'll never handle this snake. You're never gonna play with her. You're never gonna call your friend. It's just yeah. the way it is. <laughs> wow, dude, crazy. Um, wow. so where do you see where do you see Titan in in the next five years? Like, where where do you see you guys headed? Um, I'm, I'm diversification. Really, what I'm trying to do. Um. And I, I guess right now I'm to the point where almost all my projects, I mean, yeah, everybody's always got something new, but I, I, I see a lot of what I want to see happen, whether it's cool or not, I don't yeah. know. Uh, but I see a lot of that happening starting this year and through the next couple of years. And, uh, you know, everybody's got their visions. And I know some people did it way ahead of, you know, you know, I'll say Sal, he's one of the ones who thought of, hey, man, I'm going to put this to this and nobody's even going to know about it till boom. Um, but I finally he's got a female. Then he's got a female of that on X and nobody knew about that he even made it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I finally started doing that just, you know, three, four years ago. So I'm starting to see like I, I've got a really pretty purple GC head Henry. Um, and that was one I made to snows by accident. Okay. Um, uh, and I finally called Gene Winerski before he passed. I said, hey, man, this this Orange Glow GC I got from you, is it possible head Henry? He goes, yeah. Well, fortunately for me, the female I kept back was head Henry because wow. I made close from it, and I ran an Henry Motley to her just to make them. That's well, cool. For future. So I, I'm going to make some more snow stuff. I uh, I'm, I know you've got some of the locale, so I've got, I'm getting some of the localities. Um, it's not that I'm a big super dwarf fan because I, I like big, yeah. but when you go to the table, everybody wants, Hey, you got this, this, and this, and do you have super dwarf? Yeah. Well, yeah. I want that answer to be yes, yes, yes. And now yes. So yeah. I feel you. I'm in the same, like I said, I wasn't going to get any, and I, I'm, I'm kind of at that point now where I'm looking, you know, I got to, uh, once I sell some stuff and get a little more, get my PayPal, Built up a little bit. I think I'm going to probably pull the trigger and get myself a super dwarf or start getting a couple of them. I'm not going to go crazy, but. Yeah, I'm not going to get crazy with it. Like I said, I'm not, I got nothing against them. It is what it is. Um, I know I had my first one a while back. Yeah. And I said, like I said, I feed heavier than most. And it came from a very reputable person. Yeah. That doesn't really matter, but she was 16 feet, you know. <laughs> That's a big thing. That's a big. That's a super dwarf. Was a super was, dwarf? Yeah. Well, what they call it, you know, fifty percent. So, yeah. but yeah. again, it wasn't a specific locale, and I, I just fed like I fed everything else, and just feed, feed, yeah. feed. 
But now I will say my jam, the super jams, those things bred in a CB70. Damn. That's how small they were. And I was feeding them like I do some of the other stuff. So for me to say they're going to get big is wrong because I had a pair. They were seven yeah, I years thought, old. I would have thought super jam span would still get pretty good size, I would think. Because, I mean, jams can get big. I mean, I had a 15-foot jam. You know? Yeah, these were a pair of 75% super jam and bred both of them in one and a CB70. When she laid her eggs, I moved her to a forefoot and I could cover most of her and the eggs. Yeah. And she had, I think, I can't remember, wasn't that many, 12, 14 eggs, whatever it was. Yeah. But yeah. So yeah. they made small. It, uh, I mean, yeah, it definitely seems like that's kind of where the future is going is the, the dwarf and super dwarf stuff. And as much as I don't like it, I mean, not that I hate it. I just, I, I like retics because they're big. That's the reason I got into retics. That's the reason I love retics is they're big. Yeah, but, that's why I got out there with some salt cottage walking around my right, farm. Right, know. right. Yeah, you didn't. Yeah. I don't know, but I mean, I, I guess like you said, you nailed it. You know, you want when people come to the table, you yeah, oh yeah, I got super dwarfs, so or I got crosses, and that's that's yeah. kind of I think what everybody's going to have to do at some point is get some some sort of super dwarf or localities dwarf into their projects. Really, you know. And, and to be honest with you, the reality being, I'm not. I'm 50, I'll be 57 in January, and my wife's point is, like, how long are you going to handle a 200-pound snake? And at what point are you going to – because I do everything by – it's just yeah. me. I'm the only one here, right? And uh, so I'm down there in the snake room moving those things around. She goes, you know, sooner or later, you might think about trying something a little bit smaller. So there's where blackheads came in. More, I've always had boas, but more boas. And then I thought, well, Super Dwarf's a really good option. Absolutely. Uh, you know, for the future. So – Part of the future is just because I'm getting older. You know, I just I want to make sure that I, I want to continue doing it, but I don't want to. I want yeah. the big stuff, but probably shouldn't have seventy of them. Yeah, have have a few, and I mean that's that's yeah. I mean I don't have nearly as many as you do, and that's like I'm at my like max. Like I'm as I said, I'm ready to like slim down. You know, get rid of some stuff that I don't add in end projects, and just because it's a lot, man. It's I mean, I'm, I'm getting older myself, but I'm still like, man, it sucks. You know, it's not like when I was in my 20s and I could pull out these snakes and throw them on my shoulder and move them like nothing. It's it's a lot different now. You definitely start to feel it more. That's for sure. Well, and, and, and the same thing, too, is I've got so many grow-ups. As soon as I sell, like I've gotten rid of, what, five in the last, you know, let's just say five months. But the cages are already full. They're already right, filled right, right back up, you know. Yeah. It yeah. never ends. There's always that cycle. You know, you yeah. always the only difference is it was it went from an 18 foot to a, a 14 foot. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's a big I mean, that's that's it's crazy how how much more manageable that is. Like, you know, I love like I try to keep all my females right at that 14, 15 foot range. My bigger females. I have some that are like 12 that I that are like right there perfect. But yeah, those like my big blonde, like I don't even really want to breed her again just because I mean she's gonna lay 75 eggs. 80 eggs. She's huge. I mean, her first clutch was, I want to say in the 50s, if I remember correctly. But yeah, it's just. I have a, I got one here. I'm going to say it's probably, it might be the biggest one I have. It's an Indo Carmel Sun. And okay. if I put her next to the blonde, they're really hard to tell apart. So, yeah. but she's, she's never even laid an egg for me either. I don't even, I don't even know why I keep her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's I'm, I'm the same way, man. I have I have a bunch here that I'm like, Shane comes over and I'm like, dude, you got this five year old platinum anthrax tiger. Why haven't you bred her? It's like, oh, I'm waiting for the right male. I don't want to just breed her. You know, some of the stuff I don't want to breed just to breed. You know, I got to wait for that right male. And I don't know. It's I don't want to. I I did it where I had three, four hundred babies at once, and that was too much. I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's why I was saying that this year. I mean, I I guess a good thing and bad thing. I I probably I think I still end up with three hundred and. 80, but I probably lost 380 due to slugs yeah. or whatever else. So, yeah, imagine uh, if they all hatched. Holy, how fucking yeah, hard. yeah. And then I'd say I'd be sitting on a couple hundred babies right now going into breeding season. I'd be in a that'd be a scary spot. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You know, I got a clutch that just hatched and I got a clutch hatching right before Arlington. So, you know, I still got eggs coming. I got two more gravid right now. So, you know, yeah. it's it's getting ready to fly. It never ends, man. It never ends. That's for sure. No. So my last, we're almost at an hour. So I got one more question for you. So I don't know. We'll see. But where do you see the retic community headed 
you know, in the next whatever, let's say five years, we could say 10 years, whatever. I mean, um, what do you think where we're going with, with it? I, I was, we had this discussion with a, a couple of the other guys. We were talking about, you know, some of them were saying, well, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, going to cut down and cut way back. Burmese, you know, that happened with the Act for me. And then it came back twofold, you know what I mean? And I had stepped out of it. I think right now you just have to, you just have to kind of go with the flow. And I, I personally think there's going to be highs and lows to everything. I think we're in a low right now. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't think it's going to stay there. I think some people are a little, the economy's not helping any. And I don't think, uh, you know, these, these daggone, I won't pick on the Biden administration, but in the fish and wildlife and everybody else all trying to make their own rules. And uh, everybody gets worried about it. I mean, I just had some animals come back because the the guy's been uh, in, he wanted to move to Florida and he was going to take them with him and he was just panicked. And so he, he literally just send them all back to here because he's panicked. And yeah. so, well, yeah, what do you do? I mean, you can't, yeah. it's, it's hard. So I, I think we're going to see a little bit of a slump and you're going to have to deal with your lumps right now. I know right now, like my feeding expenses out the roof yeah. and bringing in income just to pay for food, you know, and that's where I'm going to hope people like myself and you and anybody else, when you have a retake, there's a big expense to produce even a normal. Yeah. Um, you know, I got a whole separate building and utilities and water and food and everything else in there. So I'm going to keep my, I keep my prices where I keep my prices and, yeah. and I'm going to go through the wave like everybody else and then come out on the other side and then things will be all right. So it's just Absolutely. a matter of how long this is going to go on. So I see it, I see it dying right now. And I don't mean dying isn't going out. I just say it's slow. It's just slow. Yeah. But I think in a year, year and a half, it's going to be right back to where it was two years ago when things were flying off the shelf again. So, yeah, you you nailed it. I mean, the economy is definitely not uh, definitely not helping. That's for sure. I mean, everything is insanely priced. Nobody wants to. Nobody's. We're not getting those uh, stimulus stimulus checks right now either. So nobody's uh, got all this yeah, money to play with. When the first came out, man, things were just they were gone. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> wild. People were buying things left and right. It was it was wild. Just the people buying stuff, but. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, part of me, too, I think, like, with the kind of lull we're having right now, it, it might weed out some of these people that kind of got in for, I think, the wrong reasons, and they realize, like, you're not going to sell snakes every day or every week, and they're going to kind of panic and kind of show that they're not in this for the right reasons, you know? I've, I've seen dozens of them. They, they buy the animal, and then they turn around and want to sell it right away, or they'll take a loss, or they'll, you know, uh, you know, I couple of the guys you know i know good friends with he's had people just say hey man i'm done i'm out and they bring him back ten thousand dollars of the stuff because they're just undone it wasn't it wasn't jumping and it wasn't like a daily trader where you just say hey look i jumped in spent the money i want my re i want to recover right now it doesn't happen no this is not not the right business for that it's it takes I mean, everybody, oh, I'm only doing for the animals. I mean, I make good money doing the snakes. I'm sure you make good money for this, doing your snakes too. But there's a lot of money and time, and it's 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 not a get-rich-quick scheme at all. I mean, you're putting in time and effort and it out there. Years. It takes years to get to where you don't have to pull from your own income. Like, I don't pull from our my paycheck or our paycheck for the house. Yeah. I haven't had to in a long time. And it's one of those things where – you better build up some slush fund because like right now we're in a market and you yeah. got to pull from that to, to pay yeah. your bills, but it is not a rich, get rich, but you can make a lot of money. You, you just got to do it right. You got to do it right. Exactly, man. That's you nailed it. So cool, buddy. Well, we're an hour, hour three in and yeah, I think you killed it. So I appreciate you coming on and talking and it was a good time. We had a little bit of difficulties in the beginning, but <laughs> we powered through, man. We got through it. So, yeah, yeah. I appreciate cool, it. Cool. Good, uh, good luck. You're going down to Arlington, so anybody that's listening can uh can go check you out down in Arlington. Uh, gonna have a good display down there, or what? Should have some stuff. Yeah, come on down. You might see some shit I've never, I've never had before. Scaleless, scaleless stuff, and anaconda. So I'm, ex- I'm just excited to have something different. You know, you're not gonna come over to my table and. 
like the first last show I did, first thing I saw was a pair of king snakes, and the guys ah. like that's weird. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, like you said, that's sometimes you gotta do that. I'm I think everybody should. I mean, I, I want to start getting branching out and get some other stuff myself. Just yeah, nice have something. I mean, that's all I've done is retics forever. So it's kind of I picked up a, a ton of really pretty different boas and yeah. some other stuff. I just picked up a uh I uh call IMG head head blood. I'm pretty excited to get that rolling too. So oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at different geckos. I want to get into some of the gecko stuff, man. My kids, my kids really like the lizards. So, I figure if I can get the lizards, I feel a little, you know, they can play with them and help me out a little bit more than the retics and kind of. Yeah, the uh, the guy has been helping me a lot here lately. He lives in Indiana, Joe Yaris. Yeah. He started, um, I guess maybe he's been he was doing a long time ago, but about I'm gonna say nine months ago, he said, "Man, I got back into a bunch of geckos." And I got to see him today because I was up at the show. Yeah. I wasn't bending, but he was. And man, that stuff's pretty. He's got so many things, and they're just yeah, they're neat, man. Amazing how fast they're growing because they were just babies earlier in the year, and they're probably already three or four inches. So it, they don't take up a ton of space. They're not eating oh, pigs and rabbits, and no. Yeah, so it's a little, yeah. it's, a, it's a fun little low maintenance animal that you can you can do the same stuff with snakes with. And, it's kind of cool. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'll be honest, we were kind of partnering up so that he'll be, um, I'm trying to get him to go with me to Arlington just so he can bring his geckos and add yeah. those to my table. And then when he bends, I'll give him some of mine just to get even more diversification. Absolutely. I won't own any of them. I do have lychees now, too. So I got eggs, too. That's, so, cool. That's what I want. I want some lychees, really. Yeah. Good. Yeah. So I, she's already had six eggs. None of them were good, but I think this pair is going to hatch. So, Hell yeah. We'll see. Awesome, dude. Cool. Well, yeah, man. I appreciate you, Keith, for coming on and uh, getting this done. So we will. Uh, I'll make sure I'll put your like social media. I know you're not too crazy active on there, but I'll put all your info. If you want me to put your contact info and stuff in here, I can do that. Um, yeah, that's fine. And if anybody wants to reach out and looking for anything, go check out Keith. Yeah, so, and hopefully in the next couple weeks I'll have my Facebook fixed or I'll be friend requesting hundreds of people to get back in. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Hopefully, man. All right. All right. All right, buddy. Good talking to you. I will uh I will talk to you soon. All right, man. See you. Right, Thanks. Yep. Have a good one. Thanks, buddy. All right. All righty. So that was Keith, man. Awesome dude. Like I said, he has a ton of cool stuff. He's killing it over there, man. His hypo stuff is wild. I didn't realize he had that much pied stuff, so pretty sick. Um, yeah. So like always, guys, go on. Uh, if you haven't done so, please like the page share it um i know it's i say it all the time i need to start doing better on the videos i do but i'll get them out when i can get them out it's just it's life you know um and as always i have i usually don't i usually don't say it which i should is uh go and promote or go and support us arc uh, check out their website become a member if you're not a member uh, please do you know every every person that joins helps um it builds our 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 group, our, our community of people, and when we go and fight legislator, when USR goes and they fight our legislators and stuff like that, you know, they can say, "Oh, we're 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 representing you know ten thousand reptile keepers or fifteen thousand or whatever it is." So join, get those numbers up, tell your friends. We need we they're the only ones fighting for us, so we need them. So, all right, guys, I'm gonna take off. I feel like shit. I'm gonna go take some medicine and go pass out. So take it easy. Appreciate you guys. Like, share, subscribe. Peace.